So, 
Check one, two, check one, two, check one, two. I already screwed up. Today's not Wednesday, February 8th. It's the 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Yo, Pinkman style. I miss Breaking Bad. This was the band Bullseye. Try looking up Bullseye on Google and you will not find this band. I uh, stumbled across this band. This album was released back in 2010. Um, I don't even know how I um, came across this band, but I just kind of thought it was kind of kind of cool. The band from, I think they are they are from, again, Google, man. Google Bullseye. And um, yeah, you got to choose a better name for a band. That is all I have to say. Um, but what I have gathered, I may be completely wrong because it, it seems like there there are many bands called Bullseye, but I think they're from Stockholm, Sweden, a very, very little country. Um, but uh, yeah, thought it was cool. Not really knowing what I am trying to say today or Let me take a real quick sip of this Windows of Alpine Beer Company that I'm enjoying today. It was, uh, or it is brewed. Let me look at the bottle. So Alpine Beer Company, California, United States of America, um, ABV meaning alcohol by volume is 7%. Your typical Budweiser Coors is probably like 3 to 4%, I think. And uh, this one is a, a West Coast style IPA. And it's choked. Is that a term to use? Choked full of citra and mosaic hops. So let me just take another quick sip of this. Um, fantastic, fantastic beer. Alpine Beer Company, windows up. <clears throat> You got to start with the aroma first. <laughs> a little bit of the honeydew melon aroma. Kind of sweet. Real quick one. When you get a beer uh, that's in between 7 to 11%, um, they're sippers. So you're not going to be like kind of like guzzling them down like a coarse light per se. But uh, you enjoy the AB, um, the aroma, the um, mouth touch, the mouth feel, uh, etc. Um, but let's just put that aside just because we're not doing the beer at the moment today. But again, man, um, honeydew, melon, a little grassy aroma. It's very nice and sweet. It's really fresh. So I totally recommend this uh Alpine Beer Company's Windows Up. All right. I'm going to take a real quick sip before we move forward. All right. So don't really know what I'm going to be talking about today. So day after Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, day after Valentine's Day, right? So February 15th is today, 2015. Where did I leave off last time? Uh, it's been about two weeks. So I started recording uh, my dog, Ozzy, miniature schnauzer. He's 13 years of age and he was not looking normal. And basically, long story short, as I was recording, I was monitoring him and I was just, screw this shit, man. I cannot be recording right now because my concentration level is completely towards my uh, my dog that I love, Ozzy. So this is what happened, or this is my, this is how I diagnose the situation. 
So the dude went stiff on me, almost like um, if you have a dog, right, sometimes they hump the bed, and after they hump the bed, they have this big boner, and they're just kind of like stiff, and they don't want to move. But he did not do that. He was just kind of stiff, and I was like, dude, what's going on? And I was rubbing his body, and he was kind of like, not growling, but giving me the, uh, don't touch me right now, and he was kind of like um, stiff. And uh, so it took me... After I stopped the recording, it took me about 15 minutes to get him to relax and kind of lay down on his bed. And after he laid down on his bed, he seemed okay. But then I was like emailing my vet that I've been going to for the past 13 years. And I was like, dude, I have to go and uh, I don't have an appointment, but I'm going to come first day, first thing in the morning because I don't know what's going on with my dog. And, um, Ozzy just looked freaking confused and maybe I I have a feeling that he's going through some type of like dementia kind of thing because sometimes I see him staring at the corner or the wall and I would call his name and he will not respond and then I will like kind of like do the um like Aziz or something just just something sharp. And then he kind of like look at me like he just he just woke up, right? So senior, like he is a senior dog, thirteen, and I think things are changing on him. It's like, what did I do that was completely different? Because the next day I ended up not going to the vets because he was completely normal again. And I was like, well, what did I do to kind of like what happened, you know, that day? And I was like, well. I feed him raw and he, him and his sister Sky's been on a chicken diet for pretty much, um, I don't know, probably 10 years. And, uh, recently because I have really noticed that their muscle is getting really atrophy. So like they're getting old. So I see them shaking, you know, and, uh, their hind legs. And I was like, well, let me switch up the protein a little bit and let me start giving them a little bit of beef. So I started doing that about uh, exactly about a week ago where I started giving them half chicken and half beef. And uh, this is what I have diagnosed the situation. Long story short, again, that's Japanese, long story short. I think I gave him beef, and since he is old, his body did not know how to digest that new protein, and maybe it was clogging up their or his system, and maybe he was uncomfortable, and maybe that was why he was like all of a sudden stiff. Because the next morning after the the... The red meat, the beef had digested properly. He was completely fine. And it wasn't like he was constipated because he was going like every morning, every night I take him for a walk. They do their thing. They get at least about a mile and a half of walk per day. And, you know, they've been doing their, their thing. So it's not like they're constipated, but I think maybe it was too much work on his old body to like all of a sudden process beef red meat uh processing the the proteins um so maybe it shocked his system so that is my diagnostic so again 
Um, yeah. Cherish the moment that you have with your pets, man. Because when they're around, you come home, you do your thing. They're doing their thing. You take them out for for a walk. Um, and But, you know, when something like that happens, you know, I mean, it really... It really makes you realize, like, man, don't assume that they are going to be around forever because, obviously, humans typically live longer than their pets. And once something happens um, like that, I mean, it's kind of like a wake-up call. So, all, yeah, that is what I learned from that experience, that uh, love your pets and spend as much time as you can with them because they're not going to be with you forever. So... Come by Chin Chin Chayo or by another track. <clears throat>
Alright, so that was the band Burning Point. Uh, that track with it, it was uh, ooh, uh, Things That Drag Me Down on the album The Blaze, released in 2016. That was last year. From my favorite, favorite, favorite female vocalist, Anita Valo. She was uh, she used to be in a band called Battle Beast, which I truly, truly loved because of their cheesiness, but now she's fronting this band Burning Point. If you are, um, let's see a fan of the early Ingve J. Malmsteen stuff. Uh, yeah, um, let's see. Let's put early Ingve J. Malmsteen riffage with some of the harmony lines of Hammerfall. This is what you would get. Burning Point, a band from Finland, a Finnish band. And the thing that I've been discovering lately is uh, I have been really like... Um, try- Again, the whole thing is you have your Iron Maidens, you have your Van Halens, you have your Dawkins, you have your Rats. And um, as you get older, you know, I think it's easy to dismiss like, you know, the the rest of the world where you're like, no, I have my band, man. ACDC is my shit. Okay, I've Dawkins as my shit. They are the best band in the world. But however, there are so many bands out there. And even in a small country like Finland, a lot of the bands that I've been discovering lately, they're coming from like Finland and Sweden. Finland. Let me just try to. Okay, so what I was looking up Finland, I'm like, oh, how big is this country? There, there are only 5.4 million people in this country, and to kind of um for like, okay, so this is how I computed in my mind because I was born in Japan, I grew up in Canada, and then moved to California, Hawaii, Maui, Waui style. So Finland, 5.4 million. So. That sounds like a lot of people. Canada, where I kind of grew up in the 70s, in the early 80s, 36 million people. Okay. I now live in California in the in in the US of A. California has 35 million people. So that in my head, I was like, wow, man, Canada is 27 times the size of Japan. Okay. Size-wise. So the so the way I look at the number is like, okay. 36 million in Canada. I live in California now in this state. And we have 35 million people. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, so Canada is 27 times the size of Japan. And Japan has 127 million people. And in my head, I'm like, okay, so Japan is cramming the hell out of people. The population is freaking insane in Japan. Okay. Knowing that Canada only has 36 million people living there alive. And they are 27 times the size of Japan. Yet, you're like, well, you can you can fit the entire population of Canada into California. Where, so you get what I'm going. So, the United States, um, long story short, Japanese style. the United States of America is like 319 million total population. California is 35 million. And in so California is basically population wise is the same as Canada. Canada is 27 times the size of Japan and Japan has 127 million friggin people. So it just tells you how cramped Japan is. And it really tells you how small of a country Finland is with 5.4 million people. So, with 5.4 million people, you have, or 
I think there's a lot of Finnish bands that are freaking fantastic. So I think they're doing really well. And that is all I wanted to say. Um, and uh, <clears throat> that is how I kind of look at things. I think um, 7.5 billion people in on Mother Earth. Of that, I think 1.5 billion is India. Uh, a little bit more in China. Um, I don't have the numbers straight, but I think that is what that is what I recall seeing a couple of years ago. I'm sure it's grown, but uh, when you look at all, when you look at the population of the world, and when you, it's it's pretty fascinating stuff. And um, in a way, where Finland, man, with the amount of people that they have, they have freaking nice bands. So. I think that is what I wanted to say. Long story short, Japanese is Nagayanashomijigaku. Alright, so my throat is freaking dry, so let me just do this real quick. <clears throat> real quick, but really important, okay? If you are at Starbucks, um, is going to go out to, uh, so there's a couple of ways to donate to the Metal Moment podcast. You could go to metalmoment.com and you will see the page. The PayPal link, you see all the Amazon links, you could click there. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. I have this Patreon, metalmoment.com forward slash member, which will take you to Patreon. It's just a site that does, like, in a way, it's a hassle because you have to sign up, but it's like you could become, like, a, a, a member, per se. So I have one. Uh, member number one on Patreon is Hiroshitani Dasan. Member number two is Chris Hazelson. Until this day, man, that's all I had, but man. I have member number three that I would like to introduce to you, my friends, is Michael Street. And the first time I saw it, I seriously thought it was Michael Sweet from um, Striper, which I truly, truly love. Um, In God We Trust, honestly, um, etc. <laughs> But uh, his name is Michael Street. And uh, thank you very much for becoming a Patreon of the Men One Podcast. I, I think, right, you're the page. So the way you have the Patreon set up is it's for the Men One Podcast and the Japanese Men One Show. But I'm pretty sure that he is a listener of the Men One Podcast. Domo arigato gozaimasu. So this one goes out to Hiroshi Tanida-san, Chris Hayes-san. Michael Street-san. If you are at Starbucks Latte, if you are at a bar, you are not listening to me right now because you're checking out the chick that is sitting beside you. However, that chick that is sitting beside you is checking out the dude that is sitting next to you. So you are not going to get laid tonight. If you are on the train, Harajuku is your next stop. So don't miss your stop. However, if you are sitting in front of the computer just like me, or if you have your iPhone, iPad, Android device, or your not-so-sexy Apple Watch, you are at a safe place. So, this is the first one uh, for Michael Street. Kampai chin chin chayo oppai. Otsukare-chan. Alright, so since it's the day after, um, not Halloween, but Valentine's Day, 
I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna close off this show uh, for a song that was very 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 meaningful for me or to me back way back then from Mr. Big. Anything for you is a track. Um, but hey, as I get older, um, I am a married person, and what did I do? What did you do? I hope you had. I hope you got laid, by the way. But what do you do when you get old? So. Um, Valentine's Day is the worst day to go out just because it's a madhouse everywhere. What does that mean? People are going to show up to their reservations late, even if you have a reservation. So you're going to get bumped. Okay. And the later you have your date scheduled, the more you're going to get bumped. So if you have a 7.30 p.m. reservation on Thanksgiving, I don't even know why I keep on saying Thanksgiving, but Valentine's Day. You're probably not going to get seated until 10.30 p.m. Just because people are 10 minutes late, 20 minutes late, 30 minutes late, and the restaurants do not know how to, they want to accommodate everybody. And if you are, if you have your reservation near the end, you're just freaking totally screwed. All right. All right, so all the line chefs in there, man, they're working their asses off because this is like one of their busiest days of the year. And your food is going to come out crappy because they're just like doing quick style because they need to turn these, you know, turn these dishes out. And a lot of restaurants jack up the price. They'll give you this special Valentine's Day special and it's freaking overpriced. So... I have told my wife, okay, my, hold on, my designated drivers, hey man, Valentine's Day is not when you want to go out and have a nice, lovely, romantic freaking dinner because you're going to get treated like shit, okay, crapola, so I've been married for about, uh, let me see, I was married in 2000, so 17 years, man, and, uh, it's nice to be home with your dogs with a nice brewski. I had an, uh, I bought the Alpine yesterday, the um, Windows Up Alpine Beer Company, and uh, I just cooked some chicken at home, soy sauce style, with some meetings, some sake, some brown sugar, and it was freaking fantastic. And uh, that is the way the professionals spend Valentine's Day. At home, relaxed, while people are getting all messed up out there at the restaurants and, you know, getting fed the mediocre food because the chefs are just, like, trying to just rush them out. And, uh, it's good if you're on a date with somebody new and, um, you're waiting for the dessert after the meal, per se, because that is all, that's... It's all worth it, I guess. It's go- it's worth going through all that hassle, okay? If you have a nice dessert waiting afterwards. And that is the only reason why I think it would make sense to go through all that on Valentine's Day. Enough of me. All right, so I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, but so metalmoment.com is where I could be found. Twitter is Metal Moments. Uh, Facebook is... Metal Moment. Instagram is Metal Moment. That is where I upload a whole bunch of pictures, a whole bunch of drinks. Um, 
a lot of animals, a lot of animals that Michael Butler, uh, rock and roll geek has, he's been fishing a lot. He's been crabbing a lot. And every single week we are having a crab feast. We are having, we just had King, uh, he, he got some, uh, Kingfish. Some is in three. Uh, he made some tempura, um, the last week, but man, what a freaking feast. So if you'd like to see things visually, Instagram, uh, dot com forward slash metal moment is the way to go email is metal moment at gmail.com if you'd like to leave your sexy ass voice message it's one seven oh seven seventy eight metal that is one seven oh seven seventy eight seven eight six three eight two five baby let your sexy ass voice be heard but the best way to do it is actually you have a smartphone right so there's a voice message record your voice memo and then just email to metalmoment at gmail.com that would be the sexiest way to Send in a voice message. <clears throat> Enough of me. Domarigato Hiroshi Tanida san. Domarigato Kurisu Hezu san. And Domarigato Gozaimasu Kogoro no Sokokara Aishitemasu Michael Storito san. New member of the Patreon style. Alright. So, this track right here is anything for you. The reason why. I love this. this. This is where I learned um, string skipping. So if you listen to Paul Gilbert's solo, so string skipping is basically guitar, right? You have E, A, D, G, B, E, the strings. But instead of going like E, B, G, D, he's string skipping from E to the G string and then B to the A string. And you'll really hear it on this solo. So, all right. Enough of me. All right. We'll do it again next time. Uh, Mr. Big, anything for you? Outs. Turn